The House of David inscription, sometimes known as the Tel Dan inscription, was uncovered at Tel Dan, an ancient city in northern Israel. In the Bible, the city was best known as Dan. But Dan was first a Canaanite city named Lahish that was resettled and renamed Dan by the Israelite tribe of Dan. The city Lahish was large and impressive. Lahish had massive earthen ramparts and walls to defend it from invaders, who primarily came from the north. Archaeologist Avraham Biran was the lead archaeologist for the extensive excavations carried out at Tel Dan. He and his team excavated along the city walls and found that the ramparts had been built over a beautiful, arched, mud-brick gate from the Middle Bronze Age. The ramparts had preserved the gate in excellent condition. The gate can still be seen today and reminds visitors that Lahish was truly an impressive city. Dan was the northernmost city of what we think of as Biblical Israel. A large part of its importance is due to this northern location. Being so far north meant that Dan was near Damascus. It was also one of the routes taken by the Assyrians and the Babylonians as their armies ventured southward into the region during the Iron Age. Since the city of Dan was over 100 miles from Jerusalem and over 80 miles from Samaria, its geographical location left it in an isolated position. This isolation caused the northern enemies to attack it, and many of those attacks ended with the destruction of the city. Those destruction layers are evident in the archaeological record and are essential in the creation and the finding of the House of David inscription. The circumstances of its finding is a remarkable story in its own right. Biblical Archaeology Review recounts the story in its March-April 1994 issue. We are told that in the dig season of 1993, excavation team surveyor Gila Cook was standing in an Iron Age plaza which had been unearthed in the previous days. While standing in that plaza, Cook glanced at a wall which lay just beneath a destruction layer. Because of the way the sun reflected off one of the basalt stones in the wall, Cook thought she saw letters on it. She called for the dig director, Avraham Biran. When he looked at it, according to his report, he exclaimed, Oh my God! We have an inscription! Finding an ancient inscription of any kind is a great thing, and there had been several inscriptions unearthed already at Tel Dan. But this one inscription would create a stir bigger than they could have ever imagined. When the translation of the text was completed, the scholars determined the stone was part of a victory monument called a steel. The steel had been broken in antiquity, and this part was used in the building of a wall. The wall dated to the 800s BC. Thus, the inscription must be from a bit earlier than the wall, since the broken steel was used as part of it. Also, the pottery from below and above the inscription suggests that the steel was written and erected in the 9th century BC. Although the steel was broken, eventually there were three pieces found containing some 13 lines of clearly identifiable text. The writer of the inscription tells of capturing horses and chariots and says he killed the King of Israel and someone who is of the House of David. Unfortunately, the names of the kings from Israel and from the House of David happen to be in the broken spaces between pieces. But the phrases King of Israel and House of David are very clear and legible. The originator of the text is not named, but most scholars ascribe its origin to an Aramaic king of Damascus, possibly Hazael, who is known from the Book of Kings in the Bible. Other possible candidates proposed are Ben-Hadad I, Ben-Hadad II, and Ben-Hadad III, all kings of Damascus in the 9th century BCE. Also, Jehu of Israel has been proposed. If Hazael, circa 842 to 806, is the originator, the inscription is datable to the latter part of the 9th century BCE. So, for the first time ever, 
there was an extra-biblical reference to the King of Israel and the House of David. The discovery of the Tel Dan inscription came at a critical time for biblical studies. Around the early 1970s, biblical minimalism had grown in popularity and seemed damaging to the historicity of the Bible. Biblical minimalists argued that the Bible record, especially anything prior to about the 8th or 9th century BC, is not actual history. They further argued that because many of the most famous biblical characters were not mentioned in extra-biblical texts, they were not actually historical people. This included King David. In the 1990s, biblical scholars who were more convinced of the historical veracity of the Bible engaged the minimalists in a very heated and sometimes vitriolic debate. Minimalists insisted that if the reigns of David and Solomon were as grand as depicted in the Bible, there should be some extra-biblical record of them. Their argument held sway until the discovery of the Tel Dan inscription and its eventual accepted translation, which was also debated for a short time. Since then, the House of David has become a generally acknowledged historical entity, and although the scope and influence of the House of David is still debated, the completion of the academic translation of the Moabite Stone published shortly after the Tel Dan discovery helped verify the House of David as a historical entity. Thank you for watching this video. To keep Theology Academy videos free, please consider making a tax-deductible donation at www.theology-academy.org slash donate.